Good afternoon, boxing fans around the world. Back again on Combat Talk Radio, found at combattalkradio.net with a our weekend of boxing updates here. Feel free to check us out. Once again, the site is combattalkradio.net. Leave us some comments, questions, suggestions, feedback on how we're doing, and we will get right into our weekend of boxing. All right, boxing fans, there's not really much happening this weekend, but if you're a boxing fanatic, just had to get your fix. We'll go ahead and breeze through what is on docket. Most of the exciting stuff is happening next weekend. I'll quickly talk about those. For this weekend, though, happening actually today at Atlantic City at the Bally's Super Middleweight Action 10-Round Contest, Isaiah Steen versus Senna Egbeko. I know nothing about either guy other than I believe they're both coming off losses. Both are orthodox fighters. Their records are roughly about similar-ish, knockout ratio about similar-ish, although Egbeko does have some losses. Agbiko has more experience. He's been in the game longer, nearly double the rounds in the books. I don't think it's going to be a very exciting fight. However, again, if you need to get your fix, it is there. Super middleweight action. If you like to watch the super middleweights, I don't have any information about its undercard at this point. So I'll just skip past and go through the ones I'm aware of. Next, happening at light heavyweight action. This is on ESPN Plus. So it is a top rank, most likely. Leon Buns fighting Pedrig McCrory. Out in Frankfurt, I don't know either guy at all. Uh, because it's light heavyweight action, I suspect it's not going to be very exciting. I can get that wrong, but I don't think it will. Uh, McCrory is basically the up-and-coming guy. He's the guy they're featuring and showcasing. However, Bun has been in the game a little bit longer. Uh, he has twice the rounds in the book. So Bun seems to be the one that goes the distance. McCrory's going to be expected to get a stellar knockout. Don't know if it's going to be an exciting fight. My guess is that it will not. However, Mind you, this is ESPN Plus, so if you're not on the ESPN Plus app, you probably won't be able to even see this one. And I don't know if it's going to be worth your time. I'm not going to say it is or isn't. I'm just saying I'm not very impressed at this weekend's uh, events. Last that I'm aware of, Mauricio Lara makes his return against Jose San Martin. This is out in Plaza de Toros in Mexico City, 10 rounds in featherweight division. If I were going to put my hat on an exciting fight, I would figure this is the one. Uh, Mauricio Lara, I'm aware of him. Very exciting guy. He had a little bit of a rough spot, but he's come back, and he's he's strong on it. San Martin, unfortunately, is coming off a loss, so I don't know if that's going to play in a factor. If you like the more action-packed fights, this is probably the one that you want to see. Now, here's the downside. You have to have the zone in order to watch that fight. If you are out in Plaza de Toros, Mexico City, then I would recommend going and seeing it live because it's probably going to be a good event, and I suspect that the undercard is going to be decently good just based on the fact that it's uh, these two guys and the nature of how they book those fights. Those are the only fights, frankly, that I see on the docket for this weekend, which I suspect there's other ones that just aren't communicated or may not even be televised. Like sometimes pro box TV will have stuff that's not clear. That's on docket. Don't know if that's the case. Again, the big fights are going to be happening pretty much next weekend to a T up top. Of course, the return of Vasily Lomachenko. Everybody's excited about this one. He's going to be fighting uh, Jermaine Ortiz out in New York at the Madison Square Garden Hulu Center. Lightweight division, everybody's anticipating where Lomachenko is. He was out at the war. And with Devin Haney now being the guy in the division, everybody's kind of seeing, well, let's see how Lomachenko looks. And I would say that Jermaine Ortiz is a very good test for where Lomachenko is. He's a safe opponent. He's not like a bum. He's not any of that. He is a decent enough fighter to where we can see where Lomachenko truly is. I don't expect that the Ortiz is going to get the win. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that this is a good test for where Lomachenko is really at. 
coming off his stint out in the war. And that will tell us whether we're going to have a fight at some point between Devin Haney and Vasily Lomachenko. And then, of course, the fight that social media, at least, is looking forward to. Jake Paul, he's going to be at catchweight action. Uh, I believe it's a catchweight of light heavyweight, I believe. Uh, fighting Anderson Silva. You like Anderson Silva? You the MMA guy? Yes, you're correct. Anderson Silva also has a boxing license. He's actually boxed quite a few times. And he's looked good recently. He actually got a win over Julio Cesar Chavez Jr., which shocked everybody. People are discrediting Silva because he had lost his first, I think it was the very first fight that he ever had. He had lost it. That was ages ago. And he's has two wins since. So it's like, I'm looking at his recent, because that was like eight, I was like 98 or something when he debuted and he took a loss back then. I don't even count it because it was so long ago. He didn't have the experience in the books that he's since gathered. He's coming off great progress in development. And of course he's older. He's 47 freaking years old. So I'm not saying that Silva's going to destroy Jake Paul. I am saying that I don't suspect that Jake Paul's going to destroy Anderson Silva. I think Anderson Silva is a good test based on where Jake Paul is in terms of levels. Jake Paul's a very skilled fighter, though, ladies and gentlemen. He actually is very talented. People are discrediting him. He's a talented guy. But I'm saying that Anderson Silva is also a very talented guy. I, the bookies have this 50-50. I don't have it 50-50. I would say I'm leaning more towards Jake simply because of Silva's age. Silva's age is the real wrench in him possibly upsetting Jake Paul. Here's the thing. If Jake Paul can't get past Anderson Silva, that's going to look bad for him, but it wouldn't destroy his career. So I think that even if he does lose, he'll still have the momentum because people still want to see him fight a full-on boxer. Silva at least has a better record than the guys Jake Paul's fought before, but we wanted to see guys like Hassan Rahman. That would have been a decent fight. We don't know what the heck's going with Tommy Fury. At least somebody that has enough rounds in the books as a boxer to really test Jake Paul, that hasn't happened. If you want to watch that fight, that's, again, next week. That's going to be on Showtime pay-per-view. Yes, it's pay-per-view. I'm sorry. If you're in the UK, you can catch it on Fight TV. Then in women's action, lightweight, um, we're having the return of Katie Taylor. Katie Taylor's fighting one of my actually favorite women fighters, which is Karen Carvajal. I like her a lot. Uh, as a stylistically, I like her a lot. She just, there's something about her. I think she stands out. And Katie Taylor has not looked as good in her recent outings. And in some cases, people felt she got exposed. Now, Katie Taylor has more rounds in the book, certainly more pedigree and experience. And Carvajal doesn't have anything that stands out about her other than the fact that she's fundamentally sound. Like she's one of those that's reliable, dependable. She's not going to blow you away with knockouts. She's not going to out completely outbox and dominate you, but she's one of those mainstays that you cannot dismiss, and that's what I really like about her personally. <laughs> On the undercard of that one, of course, is Jordan Gill. He's fighting Kiko Martinez. I said before, Kiko Martinez gets a raw deal all the time. I'm not going to go deep in that one for now. Um, Kalmeen Agiarko, I never heard of this guy at all, fighting a gentleman named Dobson. Never heard of Dobson either. That's why I'm not going to spend time on it here. I will cover those when come time next weekend so that we can dig a little bit deeper into the fighters that we're seeing. The return of Jojo Diaz fighting William Cepeda. This is on DAZN. This is going to be a really exciting fight. And again, that's the same next Saturday uh, on DAZN. This is going to be a very exciting, exciting matchup. Zapata's undefeated. Zapata has been on a tear and Jojo Diaz has not impressed in recent outings. Jojo Diaz was being pushed as the next big star, and he has not shown up to his name. 
Zapata's the younger guy, although if you look at him, you couldn't believe that that's the case, but Zapata's the younger guy. Zapata's the more exciting guy to watch, arguably. Everybody thinks Zapata's going to take out Jojo Diaz easily. I agree with this, but I think it's going to be a great fight for as long as it lasts. If you do get a chance to see any fight next weekend, I do recommend that you check, absolutely check out this fight because I think it's going to blow your mind, uh, in my opinion. And in a rare bit, because we don't see this very often, we have a couple of fights out of Japan that are going to be happening. And if you're a fan of the Japanese fighters, because they seem to be some of the better ones, frankly, um, this is rare to see actual Japanese action on the books that I can see. So I'll cover three of them real quick. Kenshiro Taraji, he's fighting Hiroto Kiriguchi at the Super Remount in Satama. I think this is a really good fight. It's a junior flyweight action. I think that's an exciting action-packed fight. Can't wait to see that one on uh, ESPN in the U.S. and then DAZN out in the U.K., and I don't know why. Can't answer that. Uh, Shushiro Yoshino versus Masayoshi Nakatani. Masayoshi Nakatani, of course, is the one who was pretty much embarrassing Tiafimo, and then Lomachenko took him out with ease. And, yes, this is a good fight. Excellent guys. Nakatani, he's solid. He's always there to show up, but... He's been slipping ever slightly. He's a little bit older. I still think it's going to be a really good fight for as long as it lasts uh, on that one. And then the other Nakatani, Junto Nakatani, he's going to be in action. I believe it's that same card. Actually, no, this is now in November. So that's all we got for the 29th Saturday. And now we're in November Tuesday because it's Jap Japanese fights. The other Nakatani, he's going to be fighting Francisco Rodriguez Jr. Super flyweight action, same out at Satama. On that same event, that's going to be a really good fight. I'm pretty darn sure, although Rodriguez has been on a slight decline, has not been winning as of late. Nobody knows what the hell is going on with the guy. So that'll do it for next weekend's boxing. Like I said, this weekend's going to be very dry. There's nothing very interesting, and I, it is what it is. But if you like to watch all boxing events, there are some fights that are on docket on ESPN+, Plus, Sky Sports in the UK, Fight TV, um, so we got a variety that you can choose from if you want to watch at least something to get your boxing fix. But frankly, if I were you, I would just pull out your archives of the older fights that are out there and just kind of relive the glory days because this weekend is terrible in comparison. That's going to do it for this week's episode of Combat Talk Radio, Masterpiece Boxing, found at combattalkradio.net. I want to thank you for listening today, whether you are a subscriber or not. I know you have choices and I appreciate you for being here just to remind those that are new to the show, Combat Talk Radio records every Friday, so once a week in the Pacific time zone. And then Lifeblood of Boxing series, which is our coverage of the boxers I think are worth your time and give to the sport. That's once per month. It does not have a fixed schedule, but once a month I'll have a release until I run out of ones that I think are worth covering for Lifeblood of Boxing. So those are our two programs. It is podcast only at this point. We want to hear from you. So combattalkradio.net at the bottom. Hit comments, feedback. Let us know how we're doing. If there's anything that you'd like to see us adjust or improve, we want to hear from you, and we are open to that feedback. We also are open to starting up the YouTube again, but it seemed like that died off when Lomachenko took a loss, and we don't know why. So if somebody knows why or they'd like to hear the YouTube coverage, let us know that as well in the comments, and we are open to doing it. We just need to make sure the fans are there. Right now they're on the podcast not on the YouTube for whatever reason specific. We're open either way. Anyhow, that'll do it, and I will see you guys next week.